qualifying round of the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs is complete, and the Vegas Golden Knights have the number one seed entering the first round in Edmonton. Welcome to the VGK Daily Podcast. I'm Darren Millard with the VGK Insider, Gary Lawless. You will hear in this edition head coach Pete DeBoer, Jonathan Marchessault talking about the big win. Scored a huge goal. Alex Tuck with the game winner, Robin Leonard among others. But Gary, the goal was the number one seed. That's accomplished with a 3-0 record after the overtime win over Colorado. The Golden Knights were seventh in the Western Conference when Kelly McCrimmon made the coaching change. Now they're the first seed. It was middle of January. And Kelly McCrimmon also added Robin Leonard, Alec Martinez, Nick Cousins, and Pete DeBoer elevated Zach Whitecloud and Nick Waugh, turned them into regulars in the lineup. The roster has changed. The coaching staff has changed and this team now is uh, um, you know right up there with the with the favorites in the Western Conference to get to the Stanley Cup I think you still have to really respect the Blues and that team called the Colorado team that the Golden Knights played today is an excellent hockey team Uh, this is going to be a very interesting playoff now the Golden Knights they've drawn the Chicago Blackhawks Chicago just uh, really uh, shocked the Edmonton Oilers and knocked them out in the qualifying round. Vegas can't take Chicago lightly. This will be a good series. Round Robin complete for the Vegas Golden Knights with that win Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche. And it was a different game than the opener against Dallas. There was no comeback. It was a different game than game two against the St. Louis Blues because there wasn't the complete domination. But in its entirety, that third game was a fun game to watch yesterday. Yeah, a really fun game. And, uh, you know, Vegas kind of tied one hand behind their back with all the penalties they took. They killed a lot of penalties. We're in shorthanded situation for a lot of the game. And that, you know, it's just not it's not just the two minutes that you're shorthanded. It's what it does to you. And after the first period, Will Carrier had only played two minutes and 18 seconds. That, that's your fourth line only playing, you know, uh, 10% of the first period. Pete DeBoer wants to have them, you know, much closer to 15 or, or even 20% if things are really going well. When Vegas is ahead and and it can roll all four lines and get that fourth line a lot of playing time, they wear the opponent out and they, they put the opponent in difficult situations. They... Uh, they had to. They led. You know, I don't think they ever trailed in the game. Nope. They led three times and finally won, but they put themselves in a bad situation with all those penalties. Let's get some reaction to the win yesterday and running the table in the round robin with Jonathan Marcheseau, Pete DeBoer, and Shea Theodore. Starting with the man that scored in the penalty shot, number eighty-one. Marcheseau, the righty, meanders left across the blue line, top of the left circle. He's in. He shoots and he scores. I'd rather have the penalty shot. Three to two Golden Knights. Penalty shot goal from Jonathan Marcheseau. Those two past games were a good uh, indicator of uh, where our game's at uh, as a team. And uh, I think, honestly, we've uh, we've had some good comeback wins uh, in Dallas. We uh, we had a good third period. And after the same, uh, same against St. Louis, uh, I think we were dominating that game. And tonight was a pretty good game. I mean, Colorado was... It doesn't get better than that, I think. I think they're, they're, they're a team to, to beat in the West, and uh, we did a good job tonight. You know, we, we went into the break playing, playing a strong game, and, um, you know, it's good to come out of it just playing just like this. That Colorado team is uh, an excellent team. You know, when you, it's funny, but when you dive in 
to the analytics when you're game planning for a, a team, uh, you know, there's usually weaknesses that jump out at you pretty quick that you feel like you can exploit. And when you look at, at, at uh, the underlying numbers with Colorado, there, there's nothing there. I mean, they're, they're good in every department. So, um, you know, we knew it was going to take a 60-minute effort. I like, I like the fact, uh, you know, that the guys felt it was important and uh, they showed up with that type of commitment. And, um, you know, I, I hope that, uh, and I'm sure the first seed's going to be an important part for us going forward. We talked when we got to training camp that we wanted to, to create the easiest path we could possibly give ourselves. Uh, this is, uh, uh, I think, the hardest trophy in, in pro sports to win. Uh, and uh, the trail you have to go through and down uh, in order to do it is, is very difficult. So, you know, you want to give yourself the easiest path. And, and the easiest path for us was to come in here and do what we did. And that's win, win our round robin games and get the first seed. And, uh, you know, it gives you, while we don't have home ice advantage, it gives you last change. It gives you, you know, the lowest seed uh, every round uh, to play against. You know, and you hope that that, that becomes uh, an important uh, piece because at the end, there's very little that separates uh, teams. We came here and with one goal, and obviously it's, a, it's the Stanley Cup, but we got to take it one step at a time. And we came here to take, uh, to take every challenge ahead of us, and, uh, and we did a good job. I mean, we, uh, we won it first seed after the round robin, and we got it done. So I think it's pretty positive. I think... We're really uh, happy where game's at as a team. And uh, I mean, obviously we, uh, in the future, we definitely need to be a little bit more disciplined, uh, especially with a power play like Colorado. But uh, overall, uh, I thought uh, our, our game is nice and, and uh, we don't even have patch in the lineup during those three games. So uh, it's definitely a big part of our puzzle and uh, uh, it's gonna be good to, to see him. So a few different things to touch on from the win over the Avalanche. First and foremost, Gary, while it was only round robin, you did have the carrot of first place in the Western Conference up for grabs. But perhaps more than anything, the confidence of beating Colorado after the two games that they encountered against the Avalanche at T-Mobile where it didn't go the Golden Knights way. Well... I think Colorado is the most dangerous matchup for Vegas. So they actually, for me, they got a lot of the heavy lifting done winning the first two games and guaranteeing that the, the, the earliest they could see uh, Colorado, the only time they could see Colorado, would be in the Western Conference final. And I think Colorado is a younger, lighter, and faster team. They will get banged up by the time if they get to the conference final and will be diminished they won't quite be as strong as they were today and i think that's an edge for vegas vegas is a big heavy team and i think the attrition factor that will wear down colorado will have less impact on vegas the penalty killing unit was much maligned during the regular season they spent so much time under pete DeBoer's tutelage during training camp that has proven to be a major story killing three key minors against the St. Louis Blues, two in the third period with a game on the line, and then five of six, including a five-on-three against the Avalanche yesterday. Yeah, and DeBoer had to use a ton of different people today. There was one late in the game he had Stone and Statsny has a unit. And I, the other huge story on the PK is he has looked at Zach Whitecloud and decided – 
Right along with Braden McNabb, you are my best defender on the PK. That's a young rookie getting a, a very important ice time in critical moments, and he's looked excellent. Should touch on Alex Tuck, the hero with his first ever Stanley Cup playoff overtime goal, second overtime goal in the National Hockey League. Here's Alex Tuck talking about the shot that gave the Vegas Golden Knights a 3-0 record. Back ahead, Vegas coming out, two on one, left side Tuck across the line, he shoots, he scores! Alex Tuck in overtime! Vegas wins it! Top seed for the Golden Knights! Alex Tuck rifles it home from the left circle. The righty buries it inside the top right corner and the Golden Knights victorious 4-3 over the Avalanche. Feels pretty good. Um, honestly, it's, uh, it was a big goal to get the first seed and uh, I'm glad I could have had it, but I didn't care who scored it as long as uh, we did. So to be able to get that first seed means a lot. And I, I guess personally, it was probably one of my bigger goals. Um, in the playoffs and uh, just trying to move forward, trying to continue that push. Pete DeBoer called him a great advantage because he can create bad matchups for the opposition. He's proven that with three goals and three games in the round robin. Yeah, well, Alex had a miserable regular season and he'll be, you know, he's, he's admitted that himself. It was, you know, he had a lot of injuries. Well, you can erase all that. If you have a good postseason, that's what people will remember. That's what people will chew on over the offseason. And really, historically, you remember players that played well in the playoffs. I don't remember what Claude Lemieux ever did in the regular season, but I can tell you he's one of the greatest playoff performers we've ever seen. Won the Smythe twice, I believe. So Alex can have a great postseason and put a bow on, on a, a year, a campaign that wasn't great, but could have a fantastic finish. You know, the calling card for the Golden Knights in the three games in the round robin is probably balance. Uh, points, goals, completely spread out. But if you're going to have to name uh, an MVP of that stage, Shea Theodore would have to be near the top of the list. Uh, here is Shea talking about his game and complimented by his head coach, Pete DeBoer. I think the first game that we played against Dallas, that was a wake-up call. Um, you know, it's there's there's no easy games. Um, you know, I thought you know they took it they took it to us in the, those first two periods, and you know we f we finished strong. So um, just getting that confidence boost from coming back in that game and and kind of rolling with it. Uh, you know, that's what we're gonna have to do. Start with tonight. I thought he was fantastic tonight. He he has the ability to raise his level uh, depending on the. The moment and, and how important the game is and I thought you saw that tonight I thought he was elite um, and, and that's in both ends you know he, he's out there Colorado's you know if not uh, the most dangerous team in the league in that conversation uh, and there are four lines deep of, of, uh, of dangerous players and uh, I thought the way he defended uh, tonight was was fantastic and he, he's learned to defend with his feet um, and, uh, you know, I think I've said this before, but, you know, I think this guy's going to be in the Norse conversation for, for years to come here. Shea was good the first year with us, but uh, his game where it's at right now is just uh, when you talk about top 10 defensive in the league, he, he has to be up there. I mean, if, uh, he, he's improved so much uh, since the beginning uh, of the Golden Knights, and uh, uh, his, his game this year was unbelievable, and he... He's definitely a big part of our offense, he, even if he's back there. And um, I mean, he, he has, it, it was kind of a broken play because Nate was coming out of the box there and he was in the zone and he decided to change. 
So it was kind of like a word and I jump on the ice and she had perfect position and it was an unreal pass. But I mean, at that point, that's probably what we expect from Shea now. I am amazed because his game at the pause was as good as I've ever seen it. And he is, he's knocking on the door of that. 27 points in his last 31 games played. That's that's really good production, and I think the pause will have a very positive effect on Shea. He had cancer last summer. He didn't train. He took he was fighting fighting cancer. Didn't have an opportunity to build on his fitness base and his foundation and grow and get stronger. Well, four and a half months off between games. That gave him the opportunity to have an offseason, to work out, to get stronger, to get bigger, to feel better about himself. Watch out. He could be a dominant, dominant playoff player here. Enjoys the victory and really a big part of the victory over the Colorado Avalanche in front of Robin Leonard, who is now 5-0 and in a Golden Knights uniform. Came up with a massive save on a 5-on-3 penalty kill, stopping Miko Ratnan with a glove save. Here is the Golden Knight goaltender on another strong performance i thought we played a five on three fairly well uh i thought uh, uh saw most of the pucks uh, and a lot of good blocks but uh, you know colorado is a very good team they're gonna get their chances and uh yeah he they made a good play and i was fortunate to get uh, get over there gary you and i have more conversations about vgk goaltending <laughs> than anything else uh where do you think this goes, and could it be in a platoon situation? I, you know, I'm not sure it will be platoon. Pete DeBoer, you know, said after uh, after the win on Saturday that if the team goes where they want to go, they will have to use both goalies, and uh, I expect that they will. I do think he has to get one guy going here. Like I, you know, I don't think that either not neither Flurry or Leonard. Like they both have only played two games in almost five months. Yeah, that's they're both rusty, and they're going to remain rusty until one of them gets uh, gets going a little bit. So, you know, I I think he has to pick a starter and uh, and maybe go with that guy until he gets into a back to back situation or until what that that goalie falters. Um, I'd be surprised if it's if I'd be surprised if it's not Robin Leonard in the opening night of the playoffs. Before I let you go, I thought Paul Stastny was outstanding yep. yesterday against the Colorado Avalanche. Mark Stone and William Carlson look like they found another gear, so there's positives in that as well. Yeah, and you know Pete DeBoer has hinted that Max Pacioretty is very close to being back in the lineup, and I just think that that strengthens this team in particular on the power play. They miss. Max's finishing ability. Contract obligations uh, will not allow you to be on the VGK Daily every day. We just can't afford you. Uh, but a comment on Chicago. You can tell after this performance why you can't afford me. <laughs> I, I've been tremendous. You, you've been this outstanding. Has been, yeah, this has been a flawless, <laughs> flawless, lawless, my football coach used to call me. Uh, so they get Chicago in the first round of the playoffs. That's the 12 seed. Yeah. That sounds great until you realize this is this looks more like the the 2012, 2015, 2000, like that that era of Chicago block. I know they didn't win in 2012. We'll put it but real that simple here. The Edmonton Oilers just slept on the Chicago Blackhawks, and Connor McDavid gets to play golf tomorrow. So don't don't take any team that has Jonathan Taves, Duncan Keith, Patrick Kane. 
and Corey Crawford, any team that has those four guys on it, don't take them lightly. Take them lightly at your peril. Vegas needs to find another emotional gear and be even more intense than they have been in the round robin if they expect to dispatch the Blackhawks. Do me a favor. Uh, submit your uh, invoice in installments. Just it's easier to get Two eyes and invoice, baby. It's easier to sneak it by accounting. guy. Uh, thanks for doing this. Thank you. There's Gary Lawless. Uh, more hockey for you. Become a day one season ticket member for the AHL's newest franchise, the Henderson Silver Knights. Visit hendersonsilvernights.com or call 702-645-4259 to secure your spot today. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Colorado Avalanche in overtime. Alex Tuck, the hero, 3-0 to finish off the round robin. And now hook up with the Chicago Blackhawks for the first ever postseason meeting with that original six club. Uh, we'll get to you a whole lot more on how these teams match up. I'll look ahead to the Blackhawks, Robin Leonard's former team as we continue tomorrow on VGK Daily, the podcast.